When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're in that special time of year where the European and American soccer seasons overlap. That means weekends like this can get pretty crazy. MLS playoff places are on the line. Their regular season is nearly over. It's the same deal in the NWSL. They finish their regular season this weekend. In the mornings and the afternoons, of course, there are all the European storylines you can handle. It's a lot. Sam Stasekul, Steph Young, and Brooks Peck are all here to help you sort through the calendar and pick a few games out of the madness to keep an eye on. I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for the weekend of Friday, October 29th. Sam School, thank you for joining the show. Uh, big weekend in MLS. Not the biggest weekend, that would be next weekend, but a lot of playoff stuff is going to get decided over Saturday and Sunday with a handful of games. Uh, I was thinking maybe it would be easiest if we just go through each day and have you kind of rank the games maybe in terms of watchability or importance. How's that sound to you? That sounds pretty good, I think. I think that sounds reasonable, Alex. Okay, good. Well, let's go ahead and get it started on Saturday. We have an interesting slate. Uh, which game, let, maybe let's start from the bottom. Which which of these games uh, can <laughs> people, could, could a neutral Avoid? Com- avoid or completely ignore or go out and mow the lawn or do something else with Well, with the only day. one with absolutely no playoff implications is Dallas versus Austin. Okay. So you, you don't need to watch that one. That is the nightcap. That's the late game of the evening. It's only at 8 p.m. Eastern time, but it is the late game. Every other match on the docket has at least one team in contention or in the playoff field. So that's the only one with two eliminated squads. Okay, interesting. So of the games that have playoff uh, i don't know the most playoff implications <laughs> <laughs> probably probably yeah, red bull versus montreal uh both teams yeah both teams are sort of straddling or, or actually both teams are on the outside looking in of the playoff picture right now but both have a game in hand on a couple of the teams that they're chasing so they're both on 43 points uh dc is in seventh they are in the seventh and final playoff spot in the east as things currently stand they're on 44 but dc has played one more game than both new york and montreal so they're both very much in the running that game is at rebel arena which of course alex you'll remember was was montreal's home for much of last season in 2020 um when they were the hoboken impact now they're club de foot montreal real (laughs) real identity change there um, up in Quebec. Um, so that one will be will be massive. Red Bull lost on Wednesday night. They had an eight-game unbeaten streak, and then I wrote an article about their eight-game unbeaten streak and cursed them for eternity. So they lost to DC in a big one Wednesday. So they they need three points to get back on track if they want to turn this thing around, and Montreal is in, in a similar position. They had a game on Wednesday, but not an MLS game. They were in the Canadian Championship against Forge FC yeah. of Hamilton. They went. They advanced in a crazy shootout that went eleven rounds all oh the way goodness. to the keepers, uh, and Mont- Montreal won. So 
Um, they are back in MLS action this weekend, and stakes don't really Note get any higher. Watch more Canadian Championship games. That it was wow. on FS2. Okay, oddly. Interesting. Any other games of the uh, of the set that we have on Saturday that you think are absolute must watches? Like we said, New York Red Bulls, Montreal. That's at four p.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus. Uh, we have a couple that are earlier than that, a couple that are later than that. Uh, which of those do you think you would recommend? Yeah, DC yeah. Columbus is big as well. Um, so DC and Columbus, they play a little bit later on in the day. That match is in DC. Columbus is coming off of a win. They just beat Orlando at home on Wednesday night. DC, as I just mentioned, also coming off of a win. Uh, Columbus is in 10th in the East. They have 41 points. They have played 32 of their 34 games, just like DC United. But if they win this game, they are tied with DC on points. Um, they would be behind DC in a tiebreaker, uh, but that could set up a, a scenario where we have DC, Columbus, and if Red Bull and Montreal draw, we would have four teams tied on points for seventh place in the Eastern Conference heading into the final week of the season. So if you're rooting for chaos, I think you're rooting for Columbus to win and Red Bull and Montreal to tie. That sounds amazing. So I know exactly what I'm rooting for now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and move on to Sunday. Uh, we have four games uh, starting at 1 p.m. with Minnesota United versus Sporting KC, ending at 7.30 p.m., with Philadelphia Union versus uh, FC Cincinnati. Two in the middle there. Uh, is it one of those uh, that I mentioned or the two that I haven't yet that people should really watch? I'm most curious for the Sunday games again about Minnesota and Kansas City. Okay. Minnesota is not in a particularly good run of form right now. Uh, in fact, they lost on, on Wednesday uh, in Vancouver, and they dropped out of the playoff places. They are now in eighth place, 45 points, tied with RSL, which is in seventh, but they have played an extra game than RSL has. And this is not an easy matchup. Kansas City is in a good way right now. Tim Melia will be back from his SmackDown suspension, uh, much to the consternation of, of Sounders. I was going to say, Sounders fans don't think it was much of a SmackDown. Uh, uh, well, they think, I do they, think, I think there was a big SmackDown. They, they think, it, they think the action was a SmackDown. They think yes. the suspension itself was very much not in It was line more of that. a smack on the wrist. Yes. Correct. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. So, but that one is in Minnesota, which is good for them. But you know, I, I mean, would you favor them in this game, Alex? Uh, anything's possible, but based on form, no. Yeah, neither would I. And if they drop points, I don't, I, I don't have who they they play in their finale right in front of me, which I should. Um, but if they drop points, they're they're in trouble. LAFC is right behind them on forty four. Uh, RSL is is ahead of them, as I mentioned, on 45, but they own the tiebreaker. Uh, so, I don't know. Minnesota, if they if they don't pick up all three, could be in a, a dangerous, dangerous place heading into their final match of the season. And Sporting KC, of course, will be looking to solidify their spot on top of the Western Conference, which mm -hmm. they got with a, with a few wins uh, over this last week. Yeah, and that's going to be a, a photo finish between them and the Sounders. Yeah. They're both tied on 58. They're both tied on 17 wins. Uh, sporting is ahead on on the next tiebreaker, which is goal differential. Um, they have a, they're better, they're two better than the Sounders. They're plus twenty two. Seattle is plus twenty, so that one will come down to the wire. Um, but and Seattle maybe is getting some of their big their big guns back here. Right. So we'll see. And that Minnesota Sporting KC game is at one p.m. on ESPN, biggest ESPN, um, which is right against the NFL slate. Yeah, it's exactly what you want. Oh, exactly. Um, so what else? What else are we looking for work. on Sunday? 
Yeah, the other one that that I'm looking at on Sunday is Orlando and Nashville. Um, you know, two teams in the East that have been pretty strong all year. You know, Nashville is is second. Orlando, they started well. They had a good first half of the year, and they've kind of been fading. Um, you know, I'm looking at their at their results right now, and they've lost five of their of their last ten. Um, they're two, five, and three in that stretch. They're coming off a loss at Columbus on Wednesday, so they're not in great form, but they are at home in this one, um, and that is important. Uh, Nashville just had a crazy game on Wednesday. Uh, they were losing 2 nothing and then 3-1 to one at FC Cincinnati, which is not something that you want to happen or that often does happen <laughs> to teams, and they won 6-3. to three. <laughs> which is- So... Good, good bounce back. Um, yeah. yeah, they got the three points. That's all that matters. Um, but they're looking to kind of sew things up in terms of that second seed. And if they get a win, um, they can almost do that, but not quite depending on what happens with Philadelphia. So, um, you know, they're they're looking comfortable. Um, they're basically assured of hosting a playoff match, but uh, they'll, they'll want to get that three points and kind of, lock in second or come as close to locking in second as they can. Well, that'll be very interesting to see. Orlando versus Nashville is at 4 p.m. Eastern on Tudene. Uh The other games, by the way, uh, 3.30 p.m. on ESPN Plus, Houston Dynamo versus Colorado Rapids. And as I said, 7.30 p.m. Philadelphia versus Cincinnati on ESPN Plus. That'll be the Major League Soccer slate for this uh, weekend. Um, Sam talks about Major League Soccer and many other things at length with our fellow writer, uh, his fellow writer, Paul Tenorio, on the Allocation <laughs> Disorder you, podcast. I noticed you emphasize the at length there, Alex. Any particular reason you did that? Because ideally, uh, this show is not at length, although I think we're doing a bad <laughs> job of that for this exact show. because It's, it's my fault. Because it's, it's the weekend. It's my fault. And I'm just going to blame you, even though it's not entirely your fault. I am verbose. I can't help it. Okay, Whatever. well, we're going to move on to some more soccer after this, but Sam, thanks for joining. Thank you, Alex. Okay, Brooks, thank you so much for uh, for joining the show again uh, for another week of going through every game in Europe. <laughs> uh, whereas, whereas last week we had one day that was filled with all sorts of like crazy, awesome matchups. This time it's a little bit less hard or less. Okay. This time it's a little bit less uh, easy to pick uh, which games you want to watch. But I think maybe the easiest way to do it would be to go chronologically through the day through Saturday through Sunday and figure out what game in each hour long window is the one to watch. How's that sound to you? This is how I plan my weekends anyway. So I'm, I'm ready. This is, this is just par for the course for me. Let's do it. Okay. Me too. Especially now <laughs> that we're doing the show this way. Um, yeah. So we're going to start today on Friday. I'm, there's really not even any competition for this, so I'm just going to say it. At 3 p.m., PSG plays Lille on BN Sports. That's 3 p.m. Eastern. PSG are PSG. They have everybody that they have. Lille are defending French champions. And your only competition at this point is uh, QPR versus Nottingham Forest. And with all due respect to QPR <laughs> and Nottingham Forest, I think we know what the choice is here, right? Uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's PSG. It's, it, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, but that night in Liga MX, I, I I told you Brooks, I was going to surprise you a little bit with something going on in Liga MX. I wasn't aware of this, so we have two Liga MX games happening on Friday night tonight: Necaxa versus Mazatlan and Juarez versus Puebla. Those teams are all sort of in different spots in the standings, which is crazy. Those games are still relevant because 
from third place to 16th place right now in Liga MX towards the end of the Apertura. Third to 16th place is separated by seven points with just two or three games left to go. That's absurd. absurd. It's crazy. So the team in third, Toluca, could still miss the Liga playoffs. And the team in 16th, which is Juarez, could still finish in the top four and qualify for the quarterfinals directly. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. So basically what I'm saying here is I'm pointing out these two games that are happening tonight in Liga MX. But really any Liga MX game you can watch over the next two weeks you should just watch it because there's implications. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's drama right there. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, so let's move on to Saturday. Uh, in the early window, this, the pre-9 a.m. window, uh, we have two games happening at 7.30 a.m., Leicester City versus Arsenal. At 8 a.m., Elche versus Real Madrid on ESPN+. Plus. Leicester City versus Arsenal is on NBCSN. Brooks, which one you pick in there? Well, so we have to say it. the third option in this window is always sleep. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I, I honestly wouldn't blame anyone for choosing sleep here. Um, you know, Leicester and Arsenal, that's, that's ninth versus 10th in, in the table as of, as of right now. I don't know if I need to wake up at 730 for that. I might wake up for Real Madrid Elche because, you know, Real Madrid are trying to stay top of the table or, or vie for that top spot. And, and every point counts. Um, so I think I think that might be my pick between those two. That's interesting. I thought you might say the opposite, but well, this hey, is why I'm, we don't rehearse ahead I, of time. Uh, surprise you. <laughs> okay, 9 a.m. on Saturday. We have three candidates. Atalanta versus Lazio on Paramount Plus. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen versus Wolfsburg on ESPN Plus. That's at 9.30, not 9. And Union Berlin versus Bayern Munich, also at 9.30, also on ESPN Plus. Brooks, what's your pick? As, as far as just pure match quality i think i might go atalanta and lazio um but i am curious to see bayern uh how they how they they bounce back um after some That's a, right. tough, they... tough result so I, I think uh in the dfb pokal so i think um that might be an interesting one just to watch for that for that reason that was the game that we covered earlier this week on soccer every day bayern munich versus uh, borussia mönchengladbach rafa honigstein was on to talk about it said that uh first of all uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach would need to get lucky in order to beat Bayern. All they did is go out and got lucky to this tune of beating them 5 nothing. Uh, that was really an incredible game. Uh, and I think Bayern is going to be very mad and uh, Union Berlin might be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just curious to see how they react off of that. But but that would be an interesting one. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Okay, 10 a.m. This is actually maybe the toughest hour-long window of the entire weekend because all three of the top three in the Premier League are in action at the same time. You have Newcastle United versus Chelsea, which is on Peacock. Manchester City versus Crystal Palace, which is on NBCSN, and Liverpool versus Brighton, which is on USA Network. Brooks, what's your pick? Is Are you going to pick the contrarian 
uh, direction and go Sevilla versus Osasuna at the same time on ESPN Plus? <laughs> well, I'm a Chelsea fan, so I think my choice here is pretty simple. Um, Chelsea Newcastle will be the choice for me. Uh, that personal bias is aside. Um, Man City Palace is an interesting one. Um, I think if I didn't have my own rooting interest in the mix there, I might go for that one. But, uh, but yeah, that's going to be a, a tough window. There's a lot, not, a lot going on that, in that one. Yeah, Crystal Palace hasn't won since early September, but their last win was against Tottenham, which is not a bad team. So maybe there's a chance there for maybe. them against Man City. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, the next window, 11 a.m., I looked at the schedule. There's nothing of note there. So we're just going <laughs> to skip right on to noon. Uh, Hellas Verona versus Juventus and Tottenham versus Manchester United at 12.30 p.m. on NBC. Two soap operas collide in that second <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my pick. Um, there's just all, uh, hot messes all around there. I think uh, that's going to be a lot of fun as a neutral to watch. <laughs> Not so much fun if you're a supporter of either of those teams, maybe. But yeah, a yeah. lot of fun as a neutral. I mean, the the the... The disclaimer here, really, for all of this is that if you're a supporter of one of these teams that we're talking about, clearly you're going to be watching (laughs) one of these games. And if you're a supporter of Tottenham and Manchester United, well, you've had some interesting seasons so far, (laughs) I I should say. Uh, The next window is 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. Honestly, nothing of note uh, in, in Europe that I saw. Uh, although there, I should say, for the record, we covered this with Sam, but there's a good MLS game then with uh, NYCFC versus Inter Miami. 3 p.m. Barcelona versus Alaves on ESPN Plus and Lyon versus Lens. Lens, sorry, I should say. My French teacher fiance is going <laughs> to murder me now uh, on BN Sports. Brooks, what's your pick? Again, Barcelona, because they're also coming off a tough result. And I'm curious to see how they how they bounce back from that, if they bounce back from that. So that, that's, that's my pick there. So I'm going to go the contrarian way because <laughs> Lyon versus Lens has like Lyon is struggling a little bit in Ligue 1, but they have a lot of good players, including Sheridan Shakiri, the power cube, my favorite player, <laughs> one of my favorite players in the world. Uh, Lens is second in Ligue 1 right now, and uh, they feature some interesting players, including former Chicago Fire midfielder Shemislav Frankowski and, crucially, Brooks, Chelsea legend Gael Kakuta. <laughs> How can I forget? Just one of a mem- long-time <laughs> member of the Lone Army from Chelsea, but yeah. that's right. <laughs> back, b- back, back at his home club in Lens. So that yeah. that could be an interesting one. Uh, so we're on to Sunday, the pre-10 a.m. Possibly you might want to sleep through it slate. Uh, <laughs> Inter Milan versus Udinese, 7:30 a.m. on Paramount Plus. Motherwell versus Rangers. I had to get a Scottish game in there because we haven't talked about them yet. <laughs> 8 a.m. on Paramount Plus. Angers versus Nice at 8 a.m. on Paramount Plus. And uh, Chelsea versus Manchester City in the Women's FA Cup. Uh, that's a semifinal at 8.45 p.m. or a.m., I should say, on ESPN+. Plus. Brooks, your pick. Are we picking sleep or any of these games? Oh, once again, I mean, my bias, personal bias is playing here. I'll be watching Chelsea-Man City. Um, sure. Man City off to a tough start in the WSL. Um, so I'm hoping Chelsea can can pull that out pretty easily. But But we'll see. It'll be interesting. 10 a.m., on Sunday, Norwich City versus Leeds United on NBCSN, Genoa versus Venezia on Paramount Plus, Sassuolo versus Empoli on Paramount Plus, and Norshopping versus Elfsborg in the Swedish League on ESPN Plus. I have to throw at least one of these like crazy games in there just in case you're up for something new. Which one of these are you picking, Brooks? Honestly, I'm going to go for that last one. I've hell yeah. I don't watch <laughs> either of those teams, so I think that would be a lot of fun just to check out some some new teams in a different league um yeah and neither of those other none of those other games are really like 
can't miss. Well, I mean, if, if if you're interested in the men's national U.S. men's national team, I think you watch the Genoa Venezia game um, for for Buzio, uh, Buzio and uh, Tanner Tesman. But um, yeah, aside from that, I think why not have some fun, branch out a little yeah. bit. I love it. All right, 11 a.m. on Sunday, Atletico Madrid versus Real Betis. That's really the only game that that I think uh, cuts through the noise. Uh, at that particular window. And that happens to be a really good matchup. I think both those teams are are fun in their own uh, special ways. Uh, noon on Sunday, Aston Villa versus West Ham United, 12.30 p.m. on NBCSN. Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Bochum at 7, or sorry, 12.30 p.m. on ESPN+. And then the other semifinal in the FA Women's Cup, uh, Arsenal versus Brighton. That's at 12.45 p.m. on ESPN+. Brooks. Your pick. I'm going the Women's FA Cup again. I think um, Arsenal have yeah. been uh, they've been rolling. Um, they've they've been running up the score in a lot of their matches recently. So I think they could, that could be a lot of a lot of goals scored there. Um, and it's a it's a semifinal. So yeah, you got to go for, for the drama. There's only one semifinal in that list of three. So I think I yeah. think the choice is pretty clear. But yeah. if you're really interested in seeing uh, how a team follows up by absolutely embarrassing Bayern Munich. You might want to tune in for a little bit of Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Bochum. It'll be interesting. Uh, after Anyway, after that, at noon, there's a big break. And then at 3 p.m., the pick, I think, in Serie A, perhaps all weekend, Roma versus Milan at 3.45 p.m. on Paramount+. Plus. If it's 3.45 p.m. Eastern, that's got to be so late in Italy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, what is that? Six hours difference? So, yeah, that's pretty late. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, Jose Mourinho has not been having a fun time of late with Roma. Apparently, his, his squad is terrible. <laughs> this is what I've, yeah. this is what I've heard. It's shocking that he would take that <laughs> opinion publicly. Um, but yeah, I'm very curious to see where this all goes with Jose. Okay, well, Brooks, thank you. We have gone through the entire weekend in about 10 minutes. So I think that's okay. That's pretty good. Good job. Steph Young, thank you so much for joining the show. Big, big weekend in the NWSL, and it starts today on Friday, tonight. Uh, let's just go ahead and go through the matchups sort of one by one, and we should say at the start that for this very first game, it's going to be hard to know exactly how significant it is because there is a game that is happening on Thursday night. It is currently Thursday afternoon as we're recording this, and we because we don't know the result of that game, we don't know how much Friday night's Orlando Pride versus Chicago Red Stars game at 7 p.m. on Twitch. We don't know exactly how much this means uh, yet, do we? No. So based on the outcomes of the next several days, just talking about Gotham, because they do have a game in hand on some other teams due to, I think, rescheduling. I think if they could either end up in third place overall somehow, or they could not make the playoffs. And this is Gotham that we're talking this about. This is Gotham that we're talking about. So that's okay. just how, you know, uh, fun and wild the next few days are going to get. Orlando Pride are not in the playoff race. Chicago Red Stars are will make it. They're just trying to figure out whether or not they host a game. Is that is that pretty much correct? And what, what should we be looking out for with them? Well, uh, Chicago Red Stars currently sitting on fourth with 35 points, right behind Washington Spirit in third with 36 points, which is something we might talk about as well, because as we know, the Spirit got minus six dropped on them due to right. forfeits. Um, I think in this Orlando Pride versus Chicago Red Stars game, I really don't know what to expect from the Pride. I'm really 
don't. They're a team where, like, at times you're like, oh, this could work out. And then other times you're like, this is a disaster. <laughs> um, Chicago Red Stars, I feel like, have been steadier, particularly through the presence of Mal Pugh, who's gone through, you know, a bit of a renaissance. Um, things have been clicking for her on the field. If I were to bet, I would lean Chicago Red Stars here. But also, you know, this could be a chaos game. Yeah. Uh, let's hope for it. Let's move on to Saturday in what might well be the marquee game of the of the whole weekend. Uh, usually, you know, the, these two teams, the Portland Thorns and the North Carolina Courage, have been battling out at the top of NWSL for the last several years. This time around, it's a little bit different. The Thorns are confirmed as NWSL Shield winners. They have the best record in the regular season. But a win here could keep the Courage out of the playoffs entirely. Uh, how are you seeing this matchup, Steph? I think that that's going to be... As playoff implications aside, you want to win your last game of the season. Um, I was actually just watching Moneyball yesterday because I was on a flight, and it's a, it's a nice comfort movie. And, you know, Billy Bean, the character in the movie, talks about how all people care about is if you win the last game of the season. And I think there's something to that emotionally, especially for a Courage team that has been through it this year. Uh, yep. And obviously, you know, they do want to make the playoffs. They've, I don't think they've never, they've never not made the playoffs. So to miss it this season, I'd, I can't even fathom what that might look like in the locker room. I think it's also just uh, an interesting matchup of philosophies and styles where you see the thorns hitting their stride and then the courage, even before, you know, all the reporting that Meg did came out. And, you know, you could understand, definitely, I empathize so much with the players, you know, they're, they're mentally not in a 100% spot right now. Even before that, though, the courage were vulnerable. And so, you know, it is natural over the course of a, a team's lifetime to have peaks and valleys and the courage are in their valley right now. So I, you know, maybe that means next season is actually more interesting for them because the rebuild. Right. Um, they are right on the edge of the playoff picture right now as we enter the weekend, uh, tied on 32 points with Houston Dash. Houston Dash play the next day, Sunday, this weekend. Um, they are playing the Washington Spirit at 2 p.m. on Paramount+. Plus. That, to me, is sort of the one of the really, really interesting games this weekend because of where these teams are uh, in the standings. Uh, do you feel the same way? Yes, I do, because I think these are also two teams that have been capable of putting together really good performances, especially Spirit. Once again, we talk about like they're sitting in third with 36, but number two is OL Reign at 39, just six points ahead, and they just lost six points due to some forfeits. So you think about that and everything that they've been through this season on field, they look really, really good. Yeah. So I don't know, Trinity Rodman, Ashley Sanchez, even Ashley Hatch, like, I don't want to say even Ashley Hatch like that's some kind of diss on Ashley Hatch. I think she's a good player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yes. You know, I, I really think that's a good matchup. But, you know, Houston Dash, I don't even want to say they're going to play spoiler because spoiler implies some kind of underdog taking it to another team. I think this is just a really good matchup. And uh, the last game of the of the weekend, anyway, is Gotham FC versus Racing Louisville in what could actually be Carly Lloyd's last game, uh, regardless of what the U.S women's national team might have made you think in her international farewell over the week um this past week i should say uh what are you looking for from from that one now that's one where i think spoiler would apply um racing louisville at 
number nine and, you know, has really struggled this season. I don't think you can argue against that. While Gotham is a team that sometimes they look like they could put four on you, but they can't quite execute yet, but have been looking increasingly good, like at least in the attacking third. Um, Yeah, if they don't clinch a playoff spot, I think that'll be really heartbreaking after, you know, the work that they've done on the field to get here. Plus, just as a neutral, seeing Carla Lloyd have one last potential playoff run or one playoff run in her uh that'd be that'd be pretty fun pretty fun way to to, to cap off a, a pretty legendary career that would be such an incredible narrative that i we deserve it yeah um and let's not forget uh the big weekend in women's soccer goes to uh, across the pond as well it's the women's fa cup semifinals this weekend uh they start they're both on sunday they start off with Chelsea versus Manchester City at 8.45 a.m. Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. That is a little early for me. I'm a, I'm a late riser on the weekend. But if there's any game to, to get up for, I feel like this one is it. Those are two traditionally very successful teams uh, on the English side of things. Uh, what are you looking for from this one? So I don't have any personal loyalty to either one of these teams, which I can hear all my Chelsea fan friends like screaming in the distance at me. Like, what do you mean you don't have any personal loyalty to Chelsea? But, you know, if you look at these two teams head to head, there's not like an obvious uh, winner here on the balance. So for me, when I look at these teams, I actually look at my favorites which is how I know a lot of people follow soccer, so I don't feel too bad about it. I think if you want to watch Man City, this player I'm interested in actually is Lauren Hemp, which is, it's not like she's some undiscovered. She's actually been been killing it for a while, but I'd be super interested in in seeing Lauren Hemp, which was like, might actually drive me to get up 4-9 on a Sunday. And then on the Chelsea side, like obviously Sam Kerr, but what I really want to see is actually Jesse Fleming, who has, you know, not been super central for Chelsea until recently and then um you know has actually been able to step up in the last couple of weeks or months since the Olympics and and become more important to the team. I I really want to see her in general succeed. I guess that sounds a little bit like I'm her mom like honey, I just want to see you succeed. <laughs> I just want to see you do your best wherever you go. But that's kind of what I want for her. Um yeah, that's what I'm looking for from from those two. I'm I'm so sorry once again to all my Chelsea friends. I'm sure they'll forgive you somehow eventually. Unless uh, Chelsea just, loses. Unless Chelsea loses, in which case, uh, sorry, you can't talk about Chelsea day anymore. Um, next up is Arsenal versus Brighton. That's the other semifinal. That's at 12:45 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus. Uh, I have to say, like, I know that Arsenal is one of the stronger teams uh, over there. They're, I believe, currently on top of the FAWSL. Uh, however, Brighton, I know less about. What should I know about Brighton? What do you know about Brighton? Um, well, they're getting one of their Korean players back. Uh, Lee Min is just coming back from the United States. That's also something that, you know, has been on my mind just because those are the games that I most recently watched. and. Sure. Um, I tend to, you know, follow the players from the motherland. And it's once again, it's a case of like kind of keeping my eye on the players. I, I admit to having a fondness for Arsenal that has maybe cooled off recently in general, just because I can't, you know, claim to have followed them super, super closely over the past couple of years, just like Viv Miedema, Kim Little, Tobin Heath. Never mind. Maybe I am really emotionally <laughs> invested in. Sounds like it. In Arsenal. I mean, you, you look at that. 
yeah, I mean, you'd be crazy not to lean Arsenal here. I think just that's a game that I'm going to watch for the for the for the fun as well. I think people like it's so interesting to talk about other leagues where you don't necessarily have a huge emotional investment. You just watch them because it is purely fun, which I guess <clears throat> as a soccer writer you actually need because if right. if every game is work and life and death, you're just gonna you know you're just gonna cry after about six months. That sounds very exhausting and like it's likely to burn you out. So I'm glad that you will cap off the weekend with something fun like that. Steph Young, thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks, Alex. I really can't emphasize enough how much soccer is on this weekend. So if we missed a game you think is important, I'm truly sorry. It's nothing personal, but I'd still love to hear from you. My Twitter handle is at anabnos, A-N-A-B-N-O-S or aabnos, A-A-B-N-O-S, at theathletic.com. If you are more of an emailing person, please send me uh, any thoughts you're having about the show. The show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can get 33% off a year subscription by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. We'll be back on Monday. Enjoy the games. Thanks for listening, and happy soccer to you all.